We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. And that's from Maya Angelou. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Brigitte Chia and today's theme is the gift of courage. And I'm Joven Hundle. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star Reward charity a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at bethestarur.org. You can even donate through PayPal Giving Fund with no fees. Alrighty, and so for The Gift of Courage, we've got a reading of the chapter The Gift of Courage written by Afsana Rahman from the forthcoming book, Be the Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Celebrating Gifts of Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. So here we go. In 1875, while William Ernest Henley was hospitalized, he wrote the poem Invictus that later inspired Nelson Mandela to persevere through 27 years of imprisonment on Robben Island. Invictus is Latin for undefeated. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. To harness such strength in character is not an easy challenge. and To overcome adversity, we must command courage. When I was in middle school, I had to prepare a speech for a history class about the devastating effects of radiation from the atomic bombing in 1945. I was reading my first sentence aloud, but couldn't continue because the class was so noisy. The teacher scolded my classmates, but her instructions for silence weren't enough. To my dismay, the student creating the biggest disruption was someone with whom I thought I was on good terms. We weren't close, but we joked around and engaged in lighthearted conversations. We had mutual friends, and we saw each other frequently. I approached her and politely asked her to listen to my speech. Embarrassed to be called out, she looked down and muttered, Ugh, whatever, you terrorist. I was shocked, hurt. I never thought that she would view me this way, let alone express such hateful sentiments aloud. I was conflicted. In that brief moment, I had a choice. I could ignore her and continue with my speech, or I could confront her. I wanted to confront her, but I was fearful. I was afraid that the result of approaching her would create a bigger problem, escalating the situation to disciplinary involvement from the administrators. I didn't want the discomfort of having to defend my actions. I didn't know if defending myself was worth it. I was afraid that I would be labeled a snitch. I didn't want to weaken my other friendships or make myself more vulnerable to ridicule. However, I was tired of being defined by such an impudence. I was tired of being labeled for being myself. Why did she call me a terrorist? Was it because I wear a scarf around my head? Was it because my skin is brown? Was it because I'm Muslim? Was it because of my foreign ethnicity? Was it all of those reasons or simply because I am different? Whatever was the reasoning behind her cruel labeling, I knew that I did not deserve this treatment. I needed to prove to her that no one deserves discrimination because of skin color, religious beliefs, or country of origin. I needed to prove to myself and others like me that we have the ability to be brave and resolute. I wanted someone to defend me, to stand up for me, to be my protector, and to shout, No, you cannot say such a thing. That day... I became that person. A little courage was all it took. I confronted her. 
She didn't deny it, but she didn't care either. And even after she had to write an apology letter to me, her response didn't matter to me. What was important was that I stood up for myself, for all of us who may be labeled different. Her insults were not faced with silence, nor an acknowledgement that her false accusations could hold a trace of truth. She did not defeat me, and the reality of who I am and what I stand for deserves to be told by me. My voice merits being heard. Having courage opens opportunities, new doors, and perhaps even a new world. Acquiring courage is not a comfortable task. It involves taking risks and dealing with the consequences. It involves stepping out of your comfort zone into new, uncharted territory. The main obstacle you must face within yourself amidst all of the struggles is fear. Fear can be immobilizing. But remember what Franklin Delano Roosevelt beautifully said in his inaugural address. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Once you conquer this emotion, you'll be unstoppable. A few months later, my math teacher told me that while having a conversation with that prejudiced student, Without even mentioning the incident to her, the girl confided that she felt remorse. She knew in her heart that what she had said was wrong. I often wonder if I hadn't spoken up, hadn't defended myself, would she have regretted calling me a terrorist? I don't know the answer to that rhetorical question. What I do know is that from mustering a sliver of courage, I showed everyone in that classroom who I was. I showed her that I am brave and proud, and more importantly, I proved to myself that I am fearless. Unfortunately, there have been many similar incidents throughout my young life in which I have faced racism, prejudice, and discrimination because of my ethnicity, my religion, my wardrobe, the way I look, and the list goes on. What I have learned from each of these hateful experiences is that cowardice is not empowering. By having courage, confidence, and acceptance, we can stand up for ourselves with dignity while being true to our values. Nora Effen wrote, Above all, be the heroine of your life, not the victim. Life is filled with challenges. Take the opportunity to don a cape and leap over the cliff. It's okay to be scared. With courage, you'll fly. And we've got a quote. Courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. Mark Twain. Wow. I I think that was a... Beautiful, beautiful story that we heard from our author. And I think the sad thing is, is that in our world today, we still have a lot of racism, discrimination, prejudice against people of different groups, different minorities, different ethnicities, different religions. Even, you know, if you're if you're a woman, or if you're LGBTQIA+. And the thing to remember in the face of all these issues is that... We have the power to stand up for ourselves and for others who face discrimination. And even though we may be afraid, courage is the answer to that fear. So that if we have courage, even if we're afraid, even if we're unsure of what our standing up will you know, create, what reaction we'll get, we, that courage is important to ourselves and is important to conquering our fears, or at the very least, you know, making or taking action in the face of our fears. I definitely agree. And I think a really important point that the story touched upon was that when you're thinking of being so courageous and speaking out to defend yourself or to defend others, we often think about what exactly are the consequences here or what exactly is going to come of it? What's even the need for this? And um, when you talk about this discrimination against different creeds, religions, ethnicities, etc., um, on these small-scale interactions like the one in the story, obviously that's not going to spark some huge change. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be courageous. These institutional changes aren't necessarily going to happen overnight and small little changes like this will eventually lead up to something bigger so when um the girl in the story decided that she was going to say this and she didn't care what the girl responded to her she just wanted to defend herself but then we also saw another domino fall because she found out later that the other girl was ashamed for what she had done. And if she hadn't been so courageous, like she asked in her story, who knows what would have happened. So I think these sorts of institutional changes do start with small, meaningful interactions like this one. And so we shouldn't necessarily think that we can just sit down and ignore what's going on just because what we're doing won't necessarily amount to anything. 
Absolutely. I definitely agree with you. I think microaggressions are really, they need to be addressed because that's where you're going to find the most change possible. So if you're an individual, that's the area that you have the most power over, that you can show courage in, you can show courage in your everyday life and stand up for someone. And as you said, Joven, even though it's small, even though it's maybe a momentary thing or it won't change what's going on all around you on a larger scale, that act of courage is something, is a step towards progress and it's really important. And, you know, what's interesting though is I've I've seen a YouTube ad going around about exacting change. So it's from uh, what I assume is a nonprofit organization, maybe empower, focusing on empowering youth. So much like Be the Star You Are, and but on a YouTube ad, and it spoke about how we are the millennial generation or the Generation X kind of of this era is the biggest generation to have existed, like to exist right now uh, throughout history, and if each one of us does something small and has a small, you know, uh, acts out courage, we can really change the world. And so thank you so much, Joven, for this wonderful discussion. And I really loved hearing this reading uh, and going through this beautiful chapter and also hearing your thoughts about courage as well. Listeners, be sure to support our show in these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity that brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so check out BeTheStarYouAre.org and follow our blog. A shout-out of gratitude to Michael Verbrugge Construction, who is sponsoring our booth at the Moraga Fair. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Joven Hundle. Be The Star You Are founder and Express Yourself producer Cynthia Bryan has just authored a brand new book, Growing with a Goddess Gardener. It's now available at www.cynthiabryan.com slash online hyphen store, and 25% of the proceeds from this book will benefit Be The Star You Are as well as Express Yourself. Make sure to also watch our fun and informative videos at youtube.com slash be the star you are, and keep listening as we discuss the gift of courage. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Jolyn Hundle, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, which is brought to you by the Be The Starry War charity. Today's show is centered all around the gift of courage. And I'm Brigitte Chia. On the show with us in this segment is an, an incredible former Style Style guest, writer Rebecca Donovan. Rebecca is the USA Today best-selling author of the highly acclaimed young adult trilogy, The Breathing Series, with novels Reason to Breathe, Barely Breathing, and Out of Breath along with her standalone novel, What If. She graduated from the University of Missouri-Columbia and lives in a quiet town in Massachusetts with her son. Excited by all that light makes life possible, she is a music addict, concert junkie, impulsive traveler, and is willing to try just about anything once. Rebecca's writing has touched hearts, and she's actually been a guest on our producer Cynthia Bryan's Star Style Radio. 
We're excited to have Rebecca on the show with us today to speak about her books and the wonderful golden threads of inspiration that sparked their creation. Hi, welcome, Rebecca. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. We're super excited to have you on the show today. I'm happy to be here. Um, all right, so I will definitely go right into it with a few questions about your work and kind of your writing process as well. Um, for me personally, I I have been reading some of your blog posts and I'm really excited to hear about the way you intertwine your writing with music. Uh, and so why don't we just start with the, the breathing series? You know, this series hit the Wall Street Journal and the USA Today top lists and they you know, books within it became international bestsellers, and it deals with abuse and the power of love. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about the inspiration behind these amazing works. Well, I um, graduated with a degree in psychology, and I worked in human services out of college, and I saw firsthand a lot of the turmoil that happens for these, these teens, and I felt that their um, their voices were getting lost in the system, and if they got too far down a certain road, they were looked down upon versus being helped up. And I, I always wanted to kind of save the world coming out of college. But then there was a point in my life that I was able to write about it. I felt like it gave them a different voice by allowing me to express that trauma and, and that uh, teen uh, uh, inability to, to be seen in these traumatic situations um, through, through literature. And I've touched on a subject that I didn't even realize at the time was going to have such a huge impact with, with teens and with adults, survivors, who that this was their life at some point, unfortunately. That's really awesome to hear. A lot of times, you know, these people, they don't really have a voice. They don't have somebody who's speaking what they're feeling. And I'm really glad that you were able to kind of be that person for them. And so I'd like to ask then... Um, do you know, has anybody reached out to you, any readers who have, has read your books and it's really impacted their lives? Maybe, again, they really spoke to it or really voiced what they were feeling. Um, have any of these people ever reached out to you and maybe you were able to glean something from them? Yes, I, I receive um, very personal messages all the time of, of people thanking me for giving them a voice, telling their story through Emma's story, even though it doesn't, you know, mirror their own specifically, but it gave them a voice in the sense that they went through something traumatic in their life, and this is a way for help them heal, to to um, take it on and be able to to go through the process through with, through Emma's process, through my character's process of of kind of go, getting through it. Um, I've had people who actually giving credit to the story for saving their lives. Um, and it's just, it's been it's powerful and it's, it's, it's moving to be able to have that much strength in words um, to be able to inspire people. Um, Absolutely. And, and I've usually been reached out to by uh, guidance counselors and, and schools who use this way, a way of communicating and even abuse victim um, groups who use this story in a, a way to allow people, especially teenagers, to open up to them. It's, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm humbled by this. Absolutely. That is absolutely incredible. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that you, you've been able to do that and you've been able to be such a motivating force and such a healing force in these teens' lives and so many people's lives. And I wanted to ask, uh, Rebecca, you've you've worked maybe you've worked firsthand in kind of the the psychological field, and you've you've gone out, I assume, and spoken face to face with people versus writing as well. You've written these amazing books that have you know helped people through your power to shape these words into stories. And so do you think one is more effective than the other or one has a bigger impact on the other? Would you go with one over the other or do you think that both are equally powerful? I give great credit to anybody in the human services field who will take on that face-to-face human factor of of being there for, for people who need it. And because it's not always of positive um, interaction. Sometimes you have to make the hard choices for them because they can't make it for themselves. 
And it was really, it broke my heart more than, than anything when I was doing it. I think part of it too is I was still molding myself as a, as a young adult and trying to figure out who I was. So I think it was a challenging time in my life to, to take on that responsibility. But I think it's an amazing, I, I commend every, any social services worker, human services worker who's out there doing this. And so I feel like this was my way of, of giving back um, through words, through a gift that I was given, is to be able to, to bring recognition and to draw attention to um, a sensitive topic that a lot of people don't want to talk about. And um, it's, just, it's, it's hard for people to, to, to express themselves and tell, the, tell their story. So I felt like I had to tell it for them. That's really awesome. So with so many resources now, with your books, with the social services officers, it's really great that these people have a sort of outlet, people they can talk to, people they can identify with, characters they can identify with. And so I wanted to ask then, so with your experience then in the psychological field, as well as from writing this book and then hearing back about people whose lives were really affected by your work, um, how has all this compassion, all these experiences, how have they in turn maybe affected you? Well, I, it's, it's overwhelming because I, um, I didn't set out necessarily to, to have this big, as big of an impact as I had no idea really is what it comes down to. I had no idea what was going to happen. I just had a story I needed to tell and it came from a really personal um, heartfelt place. And I think that's what comes across and that's what readers connect with is that they, they can recognize that passion. And I, in, in turn, I, I would like to give those teenagers a bigger voice and I hope to set up my own nonprofit in, in time to advocate for those teenagers. Um, I feel like that they don't speak up enough and they get, they get lost in the system because they do know better. They know the consequences of speaking out against of the, the situation they're in because there's potential that they could be moved or that, that their situation could be changed drastically. And so they're, they stay in silence. And um, I want to allow them to know what their rights are and advocate for them to let them know that what their choices are to kind of give them the power back to make their own decisions. So that's something I'm working towards um, eventually to set up a, a nonprofit to advocate for teenagers. Absolutely. I think we need that today because, you know, there's that there's that old statement, children should be seen, not heard. And I, I think teens today are well aware of it and of the impact, as you said, that might hit them if they say something about their situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of kids feel very trapped within their their circumstances. And I think it's absolutely amazing that you are working towards building that their voice essentially and building them a megaphone, so to speak. Exactly. Or just allow them to, to know, because that's a lot of times too, is they get misinformation, um, whether it's through social media or through friends or just through just not knowing of if they do speak out what could happen. And with that fear, that misinformation, they, they again, they stay silent. Um, and, and then teens obviously within their own world hold each other's secrets. So they don't allow adults into it to allow them to that help that they might need. So if they are even allowed to, to call or even anonymously or however it is and to get whether it's legal advice or counseling advice, they just to know what their actual choices are, that it gives them the power to make their own decisions. Wow, that's a very enlightening, very insightful and really amazing stuff to hear. Um, and so I wanted to ask you then about your new book series. So you have your new young adult suspense series called The Curse Series. And the first book of this yeah. um, series, If I'd Known, was released just recently in December. And then books two and three yeah. also being released this year. So tell us more about this new project then and the direction you want to take it in. Well, with this one, I, I, wanted, I liked the suspense element of, of it, one, as a reader myself, and two, I, I wanted it created around a mystery. And then I brought in the element of curses, that each one, everyone is cursed with um, a trait, actually a positive characteristic, a positive trait, like the the main character, her curse is honesty, Um, she can't lie, and Mm -hmm. how that can affect and really mess with her life, where her best friend, her curse is loyalty, and these things that you would think are a high regard actually come back to um, destroy them in, in a certain way, so it's just, it's kind of like a twist on 
the, what you would think as the high standards of characteristics end up being their downfall. So it's a really interesting twist on, on um, kind of like an anti-fairy tale kind of feel to it. It's, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. But, it's, but again, it's, it's about character and it's about prioritizing and, and figuring out who are those people in your life that you can rely on and count on. And it's just uh, it's a, it's a contemporary story uh, with, with fairy tale elements to it. That's really awesome. I think this new series of yours, as well as the breathing series, I think they have a lot of really positive and uplifting messages for teens, youth, and basically the entire population, which is something that we aspire to also do here at Express Yourself. And so thank you so much, yeah. Rebecca, for an incredible conversation. Unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we will be continuing our conversation in the next portion of the show. Audience, make sure to learn more about Rebecca and her work at RebeccaDonovan.com and on Facebook and Instagram at RebeccaDonovanAuthor. Follow her on Snapchat as well at BeccaDonovan. Visit our radio site at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for photos, descriptions, links, blogs, and more. I'm Joven Hundle. And I'm Brigitte Gia. If you are a fan of baseball and you live in Northern California, Be the Star You Are has actually been chosen as the nonprofit of the night for the 2000, uh, for the June 15th baseball game between the Oakland A's and the Los Angeles Angels. Tickets are tax deductible and discounted to only $32 for second tier field seats. Please visit our charity site at bethestarur.org slash events to buy your tickets today. Stay right here with us as we continue our discussion on the gift of courage. Show the world your smile. Be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. We didn't invent Kid Talk. We perfected it. And at a very young age, you're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Brigitte Gia, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we're continuing our hour on the gift of courage. And I'm Joven Hundle. Back on the show with us is author Rebecca Donovan, creator of The Breathing Series, which features the books Reason to Breathe, Barely Breathing, and Out of Breath, as well as her new Curse series with the book If I'd Known. She also has written a standalone novel for The Breathing Series called What If? And so here's a small little taste of her latest book, If I'd Known, from the Curse series. Lena Perry isn't afraid of telling anyone exactly what she thinks, even if it gets her into trouble, which it usually does. But the thing is, she can't lie. Her unfiltered honesty doesn't exactly make her many friends, although it does get her kicked out of class regularly. Lena knows that the truth will eventually be her undoing. If only she'd known, it would begin today. It's meant to be a night Lena and her best friends will never forget. And it is for all the wrong reasons. Lana witnesses not just one, but two violent crimes committed by the same person. Except she can't say a word, not if she wants to protect her friends. Lana's silence will implicate her and inadvertently cover for him. But it's not like she has a choice. He is powerful. Connected, untouchable, and a friend of Joey Harrison. The guy Lana is uncharacteristically drawn to the moment they meet. Joey's also the only one who has told the truth. His lies will ruin her. Her silence will keep them safe. The truth won't save any of them. And with that awesome taste of her newest book, If I'd Known, let's welcome Rebecca back onto the show. Hi, Rebecca. 
Hi. Hi. And so just jumping right back into the conversation that we started in the last segment. So you create a lot of different characters that are all so different in their personalities from one another, but they all seem to have the element of courage in common. And so I think this um, is a good lesson for teens listening to our show, especially for this Gift of Courage-themed show. And so tell us how exactly you're able to write such courageous characters. Well, at first I have to make them flawed. <laughs> so they all have to have something about them. <laughs> That has to, they, have, they have to overcome. And through that, it has to be a, a courageous act. Um, and sometimes they have a lot of the choices they make are wrong along the way. But in that gives them growth and it gives them knowledge. Um, and it also lets them know who the, who's there to support them, who their true friends are. And, and it allows them to have those connections, whether it's through a first love or through a, a friendship or through even a mentor or a parent or a teacher. So it... it um, but yeah, first you have to break them to make them better. That's kind of how I work, unfortunately. So they're really emotional reads. I don't, I don't make it easy on my readers. <laughs> Absolutely, you're really following this character and staying with them for the entire story. And you know that that sort of ties into I feel like the the you know being a writer yourself and and living such such an incredible life uh, as a self-defined author who's speaking about all these more taboo subjects, sort of teen depression and abuse. And that that sort of life, uh, from my viewpoint, it seems like it does take a lot of courage. And so, Rebecca, how do you find the courage to really get out there and live such a bold life? And do you have your own support base that you draw courage from? Well, um, my son, he's, he's amazing. He's 12. Um, he, actually, he's a, a cancer survivor. Um, so oh he himself is my, is my beacon of, of bravery and courage um, just to watch him every day and to see what he's achieved in life is, has given wow. me so much strength. So, um, but, yeah, I think it's, there's a certain vulnerability that you have to allow yourself with a, being a writer that, to delve into these emotional issues um, so that you're writing from a really first-person perspective. Um, so you're, I, I, personally, I feel it as I write it. I feel like there has to be some sort of authenticity to what it is that I'm, I'm going through with the characters um, so that my readers can actually relate to it and feel it as well. Yeah, that's a really, it's a really good insight into your writing style. And I think a lot of it is that if we're just talking about teens and adults at large, we all have elements of courage inside of us, but they need to be unlocked somehow, whether it's through reading about such courageous characters that you create, whether it's being able to draw on your support system. Uh, these kinds of things can help us to unlock these, this courage, but we need to kind of find the places where we can draw the courage from. And so right. and I, I wanted to... Right, being yeah, yeah, go ahead. and just recognizing that there's a place within us that we have to overcome and to be, be grow bigger than. Um, and that and that itself is allowing ourselves to recognize where we need help um, and or be, be help for someone else. Uh, I think that also stepping forward to allow someone else to be vulnerable with you is a courageous act as well. Definitely. It's this kind of mutualistic relationship and... You, everyone's going to benefit from this, but there has to be some sort of, you know, domino tipping to get us into this place. And so I think how you said being vulnerable like that really kind of will spur that sort of um, courage for everybody, I guess. Yeah. I, I usually don't think of a courageous act as a solitary moment. It usually involves yeah, others. Yeah. So it's an expression of, of yourself or taking action. Um, so it's, it is, it's, it's a way of, of doing something brave and vulnerable at a moment and, and allowing others to, to be a part of that with you. So and you, and there is definitely hundred percent ways to be courageous on your own. Um, and just in, in, in that self search and figuring out who you are, uh, more often than not courage comes with, uh, unification. Absolutely. That is an incredible message. And I think all of us, especially in with the way maybe things are going in the world today, we're dealing with a lot of bumps in the road, so to speak, and we need to be able to find courage together uh, and on our own, but 
Certainly, we do need to unify, and that's a that's a beautiful point that you're bringing up. And I also just want to say quickly, you know, that's your son is what a strong figure and individual, and uh, I'm sure you're very very proud of him. And I'm sure he really does give you a lot of courage and a lot of strength. And I want to turn back to your character, Lana Perry, actually, and sort of talk about your writing style as well. And so I know, Rebecca, that you, from your blog, you mentioned that you came up with Lana from listening to Lana Del Rey songs. And I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask about, uh, you know, does every character have a playlist or a set of songs that inspires their creation and maybe their, their personality? Their development, for certain. Um, I love to incorporate music just to, to inspire. I can't necessarily listen when I write because it, I'll get too lost in the lyrics that I won't be able to concentrate on my, <laughs> my work. But I use it when I'm, especially when I'm already creating and I already have a, a sense of my, the world that I'm transforming. Um, and so a lot of times I'll hear a song and it'll be like, that gives me the right piece of the puzzle for a certain scene or I'll give me a right character trait. Um, so when I listened to uh, Lana Del Rey's, um, it was Girls girls Like Us, and or no, this is for my girls. And so that one is just, it's us, just this, these beautiful girls that are just have rough around the edges. And it's just, it's, I just love that. Um, and actually my other book, What If, my standalone, the whole book was inspired in, initially by a Naked Famous song. Um, and so that one was... Um, uh, my gosh, why is my brain blinking right now? Um, but if that song is, oh, Girls Like You. I know it's not a girl song. But it was, again, it's about <laughs> this girl being vulnerable and just showing her truth and, and the mask that she wears. And if she's actually her true self, will people still accept her and, and let her be that self? And that's what that whole story is about, is allowing you to, to find who your true self is and through friendship and through um, the bonds of, of romance and, and such, and um, uh, seeing if the world will accept that person. So, wow, that's, absolutely. Yeah, music, yeah, music definitely inspires me a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I I was uh, I was reading that specific blog post. Sorry if it sounds a bit a bit strange. <laughs> I was perusing and I saw I saw um, Pretty Girls by I think it's Maddie Lindman. Uh, yeah, she's the, another. Yeah, yeah. She's I, definitely I, that I, song really helped form Lana from If I'd Known as well because again it's just that I can be soft and hard. It's just allowing girls to have the freedom to be who they are and not be kept within a. A, a cage of, you know, just because you dress a certain way and you act a certain way, it, it doesn't, you know, you can be hard and soft almost at the same time. And that's really how I formed this character. She's rough around the edges, but she likes, she dresses a certain way, but I don't, she doesn't want to be confined with this in a certain stereotype. So I, I love that. I love strong girls and complicated girls. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I was thinking it, I guess it also ties into her her curse or honesty. It's that song puts it all out there. This is you know this is who I am as a whole, and these are my exactly. ups and downs. Oh man, that's incredible to see to see sort of really that interconnection, that intertwining of the character and the song. <laughs> really, yes. I and that's why I, I admire musicians so much because they inspire. And as, I think it's a, it's a really wonderful industry where we have all these different uh, media forms of entertainment. So whether it's film or music or um, art or theater, and we all, we all inspire each other because you'll see you know, movies that are inspired by books. And, and, so it's, and it's just a great crossover how we're able to use different art forms to create Absolutely. And Rebecca, I think you are, we can definitely say that you're part of that inspirational process with all of your amazing series and everything that you've done to help teens and to help your audience, to help everybody out there. Well, thank you so much for being here with us today and sharing your creative process, all of the inspiration behind your work and your support base with us. This is an absolutely amazing and I'm so happy to have been able to talk with you on air. And unfortunately, we are out of time, but audience, make sure to learn more about Rebecca and her work at RebeccaDonovan.com and on Facebook and Instagram at Rebecca Donovan Author. 
And also follow her on Snapchat at Becca Donovan. <laughs> Audience, during the break, be sure to check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charity at bethestarur.org. I'm Brigitte Gia. And I'm Jovan Hundle. Be sure to also visit www.expressyourselfteenradio.com for more information about our show. And when we come back, we'll be returning to our discussion on the gift of courage. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hundle on Express Yourself, and today's hour is all about the gift of courage. And I'm Brigitte Gia. We're finishing off a fabulous show this weekend with a discussion about courage and its gift to us as individuals. And so I just wanted to start off the segment with a definition of courage that I found on Merriam-Webster, the the wonderful resource that's available to all of us. Uh, And courage is actually defined as the ability to do something that frightens one or strength in the face of pain or grief. And I do think that's definitely a very accurate definition of courage and a very meaningful one as well. And I think courage, as defined like that, uh, takes on a very powerful role in our everyday lives. But I also want to know, Joven, just um, what courage means to you? Is there any specific meaning other than the dictionary definition given uh, that you find courage to mean to you personally? Yeah, so I do think it's a good definition, but I would also expand it a little to not just something that might frighten us, but also something that's just not what we or maybe other people would normally do. So, and especially in extraordinary circumstances. So in your daily routine, you might not have as many opportunities for courage to partake in any courageous acts. But in extraordinary circumstances or even in ordinary circumstances where you can do something out of your comfort zone or something that you would not normally do, I think that we can categorize as courage as well. Definitely. I think those are very good additions to to those uh, that dictionary definition given. And I think, again, very, very meaningful. And I think courage we often think of as this more abstract abstract uh, idea, sort of, you know, have courage. It floats around, that statement specifically floats around whenever someone's having a hard time. But is courage measurable, do you think? And how would one measure it if it was, if we were able to quantify it? See, I don't know if we'd necessarily be able to, you know, stick it on a scale, quantify it in that regard. But I do think, um, so in my statistics class this year, we're talking a lot about quantitative variables versus categorical variables. And so I think this is sort of the latter there. So we can, we can assign different meanings, different metrics. There isn't one metric that we could use for, you know, all courageous acts, but we could definitely um, think of it think of it and categorize it in different ways. So maybe if there's some tangible benefits that if somebody like extreme situation here, but if somebody was able to save the life of another person, 
So that's an extreme, um, extremely courageous act in this in a circumstance like this. And if you say that, okay, this life was saved, then you can sort of measure it in that regard. But I think for most courageous acts, ones that we might see the most often, I don't think we can measure those. Yeah, I, th- I think that's definitely a great way of looking at it. And I think I agree with you there is that courage can't really be, as you said, stuck on a scale. And sort of strange because I, I do tend towards uh, thinking that maybe smaller acts of courage need as much courage as some of the bigger acts. But I think generally what you said sound you know, it, it really hits the spot um, as that courage can take many different forms. And Joven, is there, you know, obviously every day we're living and trying to get through everything as, especially as high schoolers and as teenagers, there's a lot of, changes happening in our lives every day and maybe on a grander scale as well if we're talking about going to college or working towards college and so are there any situations that are maybe memorable to you that maybe required a lot of your courage you know nothing immediately comes to mind but i do think that a lot of it is just that we sometimes overlook courageous things either performed by other people or even in some cases possibly ourselves. Because a lot of these different circumstances then where people are courageous, there's a sort of humility involved in this. And we don't often give credit to courageous people. As in some people, their whole nature is just helping others, putting aside their needs for the needs of others, which I think you could definitely also call courageous. Um, And so... I feel like we don't always necessarily honor these kinds of things. And so I do think that maybe in my life, possibly in your life as well, there are a lot of courageous situations that we have overlooked. Absolutely. I think maybe for teenagers, it's facing that that burden of <laughs> going out there and uh, identifying as yourself. And as you grow older, there's definitely a lot of obstacles that you're going to face, whether it's in your career or in your relationships with others that are small things that when you talk about them or when you discuss them with others, it might not seem like much, but but when you really look at the situation there, it's, it's definitely a big thing. I think one particular subject that I would say takes a lot of courage and affects a lot of people is weight issues. I think that one, for me personally, uh, I've, I've had a, a bit of a relationship with my own weight, and a lot of people have, whether you're underweight or overweight, you never seem to be the perfect size that society wants you to be. But I think all of us are living with insecurities about our body and we we have areas that we criticize that seem like nothing in the eyes of others. And when each and every one of us goes outside and carries that portion of us proudly, it takes a lot of courage. And I think personally, that's one courageous act that everybody performs on maybe even probably like a daily basis that I think is often overlooked. And you know, we, we got to draw attention to it. I think it's pretty important that people are taking their insecurities about their bodies and pushing them forth and living with them and bringing them out into the public eye and being proud of them, being proud of who they are and what they look like. Definitely. I think that's a really, really good point. Because, you know, obviously there is some health aspects related to it, but so much of what you're talking about, this perfect ideal body is dictated by society and so it is really amazing then to see people pick themselves up, not let this get to them, and kind of just recognize themselves for who they are and not get too caught up in what society thinks, especially because a lot of what society thinks, you know, this is dictated by individuals, maybe the popular kids, maybe the powerful people. And so kind of going against the grain, I think is definitely a courageous act like that. I think that was a really good point. 
Yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, you and I deal with it, everybody deals with it, and it. I, I definitely thought it needed some attention drawn to it and some congratulatory, uh, congratulatory statements made about it. And speaking of, kind of in a similar vein, uh, society or the popular kids, as you said, or whatever force uh, brings about these standards, it's teaching us to do things a certain way or it has a powerful influence on how we see ourselves and how we see others. Joven, do you think that courage is the same way? Do you think that courage is teachable by your role models or do you think you just have to grasp within yourself and kind of pull it out there? Well, that's a really good question. So I think you can't necessarily be conditioned to be courageous just because, again, courage, a lot of that is going against what you know. Maybe if it's in line with your values, but everything you usually do, everything you usually know, a lot of times courage is in conflict with that. So I don't know if we can necessarily condition or like teach people to be courageous, but what we can do is show them examples and whatever they take from those examples, I think is up to them. So I remember reading, um, I I believe in elementary school, my class, we read a few excerpts from John F. Kennedy's Pulitzer Prize winning book, Profiles and Courage. So which was all about these politicians who spurned personal gain, um, political appointments, and did what was right for their constituents and the people who voted them into office, risking their own career in the process. And so I remember reading this, and I think myself and a lot of other kids in the class really learned a lot from these sorts of books. And so if we could be encouraging people to read these books, if we just highlight these examples more often, then I do think that we can teach courage in some regard just because after reading these and seeing these examples, people can sort of, I guess, teach themselves courage. Absolutely. I think that about sums it up. I think that at some level it really is an innate thing as well. You can, you do have to teach inside and pull out your, your, um, your component of courage. But I think what you said about, you know, seeing role models, being courageous, and then teaching yourself self-taught courage is very important and very doable. Definitely. And thanks so much, Brigitte, for an awesome conversation and for such an awesome awesome show as well. With that, however, it is sadly time to say farewell. Uh, we do give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Kids group, especially our voice engineer, Josh. Thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world. And thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Joven Hundle. And I'm Brigitte Gia. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For information on our creative community, go to our main site at bethestarur.org. Until next week, remember, be kind, be courageous, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine. Between the lines If you would let yourself